as you can see, this week is VBS as it was announced. Amen? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to speak on what their kids are going to learn this week. And this week's theme is God's love. Amen? Can everybody say God's love? Can you say it like you believe it? Amen. I, I got to tell you, I, I thought this would be easy uh, preparing for this because God's love. I mean, what easy, this is, the, this is about the greatest thing that I ever experienced in my life. So if there's anything I know better is God's love, right? But in preparing, I realized it's not that easy. And I also want to do one more thing. I want to somehow, uh, Pastor George started a series on bodybuilding, amen? So I was, I was trying hard to incorporate God's love for VBS theme and into the whole bodybuilding. And then I said, God, how could I do that? How, how could I just stay with the flow that, that Pastor George is doing and, and, and just speak to me? And I tell you, he didn't speak to me right away. And I was kind of stressed this week, okay? But I tell you right now, it's amazing when he does speak to you. He, and, you know, he, he told me, he said, well, forget about what he told me, but I, I felt in my spirit that, that I was like, we can learn every spiritual song there is. Memorize it. We can learn how to sing it. We can learn how to dance it. We can study the Bible better than anybody else. Memorize the scripture. But what good is that if we don't have God's love in us? What good is all that we learn? All that Listen, Pastor George has been doing an amazing job on this series. Last week he preached on grace. But what good is it, all that teaching if we don't live in God's love? God's love has been something that's been taken for granted, I think. I think it has to be the number one thing, take it for granted. Here we here, come on a Sunday, sing about his love. Give him praise. But then we walk out of this building and we're still hating on our brothers and sisters. So how can we preach to our children all throughout this week about God's love, but then they see us outside this place full of bitterness? Man, I think of the scripture where it says uh, in 1 John 4, 18, there is no fear in love, but perfect love dries out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. If there's ever a scripture that I struggle with most is this one. Because I said, God, I know what your God, I know what your love is. I experience your love. So why in the, in the world that I have so much fear? I lived most of my life uh, scared of my own skin. I didn't like the way I talked. I didn't like the way, thanks, brother. I didn't like the way I act. I had to, I had to get drunk most of the time to change the way I am because I wasn't, uh, I wasn't sure that people were going to like me. But deep down inside, it was, it was tearing me up. I did not like who I was. So if, if I'm walking, if, if I'm receiving, and if I'm believing, 
and God's love, why do I have fear? When the scripture says, perfect love casts out all fear. So this morning, the title of this message is perfect love. Why perfect love? I started asking people that I know personally, I said, if you, when you think of God's love, what do you think about? I started to ask myself, Mark, when you think about God's love, you? and then I come out with pages of God's love, pages of what I think. And I'm like, no, and, and, and a sentence. What, what could you come up with with God's love? I searched the Bible, and I'm like, and it was so much, it's so much, and, and it brought me back to no matter how, how much you think you got God figured out, you don't. I thought, I thought. I knew God. I, I love him so much. Uh, he's done so much. His love is so amazing. But I even had trouble coming up with a title. I was like, there is no word I could put before God's love because it, it, doesn't, it doesn't add up. Because his love is more than amazing. It's more than wonderful. It's more than all these uh, great words I could put. So the only thing I could come up with is perfect love because God's love is perfect. And today, all I'm going to do is share with you why his love is so perfect. For many of you, you might be saying, man, I came here to hear uh, uh, one of those uh, uh, big, uh, deep, uh, you know, stuff Pastor George, you know, puts. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I, didn't, I never heard that in my spiritual walk. No, today you're going to be reminded that God loves you. You might know that, but today you're going to leave here knowing that. Amen? Because we do know it, but we don't live it. Why is that? Why is it so easy to say, God, I love you. I receive it. Oh, my gosh, God's love is in me. But then like 10 minutes later, somebody cuts us off, and it's like, oh, my God. I want to rip the head off. Why is it that when we go home and our kids annoy us, we want to, oh, my gosh, so somebody take them from me. Don't let me get into if you're married. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I bet you that person's spouse is not there. Not here. Amen. See, it's not about just knowing God's love. It's about believing God's love. But it's not even or just about knowing and believing. It's about receiving God's love. But check this out. It's not even about knowing, believing, and receiving. But it's about living God's love. We need it, especially if you're going to teach our kids it. Your marriage will not survive if you don't learn how to live in God's love. You're supposed to love your, your spouse unconditionally, right? It's absolutely impossible without God's love. It's, it's, it's impossible to, to raise our children in the ways of the Lord without God's love. Most of us will probably get arrested. The way our kids drive us crazy. So they, they just want to, I'm not going to go into that. Psalm 103. Nathaniel, if you can help me out with that. It says, praise the Lord my soul, all my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Praise the Lord my soul and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives our sins and heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from the pits and crowns you with love and compassion. 
who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like eagles. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassion and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. Praise God. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. Praise God. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As far as, as, as a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows how we are formed. He remembers that we are dust. The life of mortals is like grass. They flourish like a flower of the field. The wind blows over it and it is gone. And his place remembers it no more. But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him and his righteousness with their children's children. With those who keep his covenant and remember to obey his precepts. The Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. Praise the Lord you, his angels, you mighty ones who do his bidding, who obey his word. Praise the Lord, all his heavenly hosts. You, his servants who do his will. Praise the Lord, all his works. Everywhere in his dominion, praise the Lord, my soul. Father God, right now we take a moment and think about how big your love is. And we thank you, Father God. Forgive us for taking your love for granted. Forgive us for just living our life and walking our walk just on grace alone and your mercy. Father, if I pray one thing today, Father God, let your love overwhelm us today, Father God. If we know what your love is, if the people here, some people know your love, I pray that today will be fresh a fresh dosage of your love, Father God. Today will be a day that everyone leaves this place knowing that your love never fails. That your love is unfailing. Your love, Father God, is, is awesome and great and magnificent. Father, we can't praise you enough to, 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 to capture how much you love us. So today, overwhelm us, God, with your love. Because there is no greater high, there is no greater feeling than to be in your arms and your love. If you receive that, can you just say amen? Amen. Romans 8, 38 to 39. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor death, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Let me start out by saying this. There is nothing that you've done in your walk, in your life, that can separate you from the love that Jesus has for you. Nothing. You think of the worst thing a person can do. 
I struggle with this. Because I hear some nasty, you know, some, some, some murderer or some, some, some sick person. I'm like, oh my goodness. God even loves that person. That's amazing love, guys. Because I couldn't do that. His love is unspeakable. We're never going to understand it or why, but, but if you experience it, you can never be separated from it. His love is unending. Jeremiah 31.3, I have loved you with an everlasting love, God says. His love is unselfish. It acts of nothing in return. 1 John 4.19, we love him because he first loved us. His love is unmerited. It cannot be earned or deserved. His love is unconditional. It is not based on what we can or cannot produce. God loved us first. He loved us anyway. He loved us eternally. We got this thing in our heads that we need to worship a certain amount of times to receive his love. We need to go to church a certain amount of times to receive his love. Church. This is not the church, actually. You are the church. You're supposed to be having church Monday through Saturday. You're supposed to come here Sunday to celebrate what, how your week has been. His love is supernatural. It is sacrificing. It is sanctifying, satisfying. I, I, I read, some, I re, I read a, a, an article and it talks about um, um, how a junkie becomes a junkie, how, how, how somebody gets addicted to drugs, and, and, and it says most of the time that they, when they get that first high, they, they, they try to get to that first high all the time, and they would never get to that first high, so they keep on, keep on, until the drugs just eat away at their life. But see, here's the beautiful thing about God's love. If you receive it and experience it, you're on a high all the time. It's better than any drug. It's better than anything. If you, if you receive it. But see, sometimes we have a problem receiving God's love. Sometimes we think we're unworthy. Anybody? Anybody come here sometime and like, I, I can't worship because I'm, I'm too beat up. I messed up just last night. I messed up last week. Man, I'm, I messed up just thinking about what I was thinking about during worship. How could I worship? I'm too distracted. God still loves you, guys. I asked some people. One person says this. It's the place where he felt most at home. When you're at home, you're supposed to be safe, right? I tell the married couples all the time, for, for a better marriage, you need security in your marriage. Right? How you get security? You honor each other. Right? Well, if we receive God's love and walk in God's love, it's going to be the safest place you will ever be. You could be in the middle of what feels like hell. You just close your eyes and you get into, you get into God's presence and you're like, God, right now everything around me is falling apart, but I need you right now. Listen, his hand would just, see, love is a verb. It's an action word. Love is an action word. means it has arms. It will capture you when you need to be captured, God's love. It will run after you when you try running from it. I tried years. I knew about his love. 
I believed his love, but I still tried to run from it because I wasn't good enough. But no matter how far I ran, how much I tried to do, his love was always there. I had to get to a point where I chose, I could choose to continue to deny his love or I could continue to choose to live in his love. The moment I chose to live in his love, listen, does that mean your circumstances change? Absolutely not. In fact, more times it probably is not going to change. It, but it's how you can go about it. For example, you could be miserable at your job and not want to be there. But you could choose to be miserable or you could choose to say, you know what? I'm going to walk in God's love and in this misery, I'm going to show out God's love. And let God use you in that miserable place that you're in. I guarantee you something will happen in God's timing. His love, it loves us regardless of how we are and how we act, even how we look. His love is true. It's a kind of perfect love where it's based on a, a return of how I love him or not. These are what people are telling me. He just loves perfectly and sincerely. It's the kind of love that will stand in and, and whatever you need at the moment. You need a mommy? He will love you like a mommy. You need a daddy? He will love you like a daddy. You need a husband? He will love you like a husband. You need a wife? He will love you like a wife. He will love you like a lover? He will love you like a friend? He will love you like a teacher, mentor, provider, protector? That's how powerful his love is. He knows what you need better than you know what you need. And he would just, just love you the way he, you need to be loved. He keeps no record of your wrongs and treats you the same way no matter what. Let's look at some examples in the Bible. Joseph... He was lied about, sold as a slave, ripped from his home and father, falsely accused, put in prison, waiting, 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 all because of his jealous brothers. But what did he do? Because he had God's love in him. He forgave. See, God's love is a forgiving kind of love. Listen, I want to stay here for a second because... When I was going through this, this is one of the biggest things I ever struggled with in my life. Because I was tired of getting walked on. I was tired of, of getting, uh, uh, getting talked about. I was tired of getting, feeling, make, people making me feel like I'm less than. So I separated myself, but I didn't forgive. So I had to, I had to, I had to forgive. That might have been I had to go up to people and forgive them. That had me in my own time, my prayer time. I had to say, God, I, I forgive them. And, but I don't know how to go up to them. But God, but just make a way. And when you forgive, a weight comes off of you. God is a, a redeeming love. Look at Hosea. Hosea was married to a prostitute. Did not like what his wife was doing. But God told him to love your wife no matter what. That's a redeeming kind of love. A compassionate love. Let's look at Peter. He denied Jesus. Lied to him. But yet Jesus said, he called Peter a rock. And he said, on this rock, I will build my church. 
God's love is a kind of healing love. It doesn't matter how angry and bitter and jealous you are, what you're struggling with. God is a healing kind of love. Many people struggle and they come for healing. And they believe in for God's healing, but yet they're still bitter. This morning, this afternoon, this day, this week, the children will be learning about God's love. Church, if we want to walk in true joy, we need to learn how to walk in God's love. God's love is permanent. It is perfect. Perfect love needs no in ingredients. It's complete. There is nothing that we need to be loved by God. God just loves us. Romans 5, 8. But God demonstrates his own love us for us in this. While we were yet sinners, he died for us. Church, I'm not going to spend a lot of time. We all know about God's love. Most of us do. We believe in God's love because if we didn't believe in God's love, most of us wouldn't be here daily. We know we're supposed to walk in his love, but we don't. That's the bottom line. I'm not saying be perfect. We cannot be perfect. But far too often we let our junk just overcast God's love. John 15, 9 through 17. And all this, the kids are going to be learning this week. As the Father has loved me, so I so have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you would abide in my love. Just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. I'll pause right there. I'll read that again, verse 11. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Listen, joy is a choice. Life is about a choice. His love is about a choice. Today, we need to choose to live by his love. We can't just say it. We need to live it. For example, you could be married to somebody and you could say into your blue in the face, I love you, I love you, I love you. But if you're treating them like garbage, they're not going to believe you when you, they, when you say, I love you. So what are you doing to show that you love Christ? Are you living in his love? Verse 13, no one has greater love than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends. If you do what I command you, I do not call you servants any longer because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my father. You did not choose me, but I chose you. I love that. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you to go and bear fruit. Fruit that will last so that the Father will give you whatever. Whatever you ask in his name. In my name. 
I am giving you those commands so that you may love one another. Family, God's love rescues us. No matter what we're doing with his love, if, if we're not walking in his love, and man, listen, I look at this, we're singing saying God is love, right? And we say God is love, we're singing God is love, we got God in us, so why we're not acting like or walking like God's love? So imagine if God's love is so powerful, imagine the power we have in us. What are we doing with that? What are we doing with God's love? How are we raising our children? Are we raising the children like if we were coming to church, at church? Or are we totally different? We need to embrace it. This week in VBS, I'm going to just jot down the five points Monday through Friday, what the kids will be learning. And then we're going to celebrate. Because we're going to give, I'm going to give you guys an opportunity to worship in his love one more time. We've been doing it all morning. But we're going to worship again. Does anybody want to celebrate? Because that's what worship is. Many people use worship because they're hurting. And that's okay. But imagine if we walk into God's love. Imagine what worship would be when we worship. The explosion in our worship will happen. Day one, we're gonna, the kids are going to learn, even when you're left out, Jesus loves you. Matthew 28, 20 says, I am with you always to the very end of age. That's Jesus talking. Day two, even though you're different, guess what? Jesus loves you. How many kids need to hear that? Even though you're different, Jesus loves you. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Day three, even when you don't understand, I'm going to tell you the truth, I can't stand this statement. I hated people telling me this. Even you, you don't understand Jesus loves you. Listen, I had a hard time with this. Because I was like, wait a minute. If Jesus loved me that much, he would make me understand why I'm single. When I was single. Listen, if, he, if, he if I understand Jesus more, I will understand why my marriage is falling apart. If my marriage is falling apart, but I'm just speaking in general. Even though I don't understand, God, why am I at this job? I'm making no kind of money. I'm tired of struggling financially. I'm, trying to, I'm tired of living in lack. I don't understand, God. God, if you love me, why am I going through this? The answer is, I don't know. But what I do know is he called us to walk in his love no matter what. Luke 6, 31, do to others as you would have them do to you. Day 4, even though you do wrong, Jesus still loves you. 1 John 14, God 
First John 4, 10, I'm sorry. God loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away your sins. Day five, even when you are afraid, God, Jesus still loves you. Jesus says in Matthew 14, 27, don't be afraid. Take courage. I am here. Listen, you might have come here this morning wanting to get here with some big biblical, from some biblical scholar and some, listen, I got a simple message for you. Receive his perfect love and learn to walk in it. Receive his perfect love and, and learn to walk in it. Because it's not about knowing, believing, and receiving, but it's about living in it. I'm tired of hearing the, 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 the people don't like this person in the same place. I'm tired of hearing, oh, I want to sit all the way on the other side of the church because I, don't, I can't stand that person. I can't receive from that person because I just don't like that person. That's not the godly way, family. I'm sorry. It is not the godly way. Do the, does that mean I love everybody? No. No, it doesn't. But I got to, it's like last week when George, when Pastor George was talking about when Paul was like, I need, to, I need to beat my flesh in submission to worship God. We need to constantly live in our lifestyle of just beating our flesh and, and submit to what God wants us to live, how he wants us to live. Pastor Ephraim, can you come help me out, please? Worship team. Well, that's it. We're going to end right now. And, 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 I, and I mean it. I'm not you know, going to say that and be here for half an hour. It's too hot under these lights. But it's not too hot enough to worship God. Amen. Celebrate. Listen, the message is easy. Receive God's love and learn how to walk in it. Learn how to live in it. Learn how to speak in God's love. Are we praising God here and cursing our children out at home? I can't tell you how many people I have conversations with outside and they slip. It's okay. But don't slip a lot. Because you need to practice God's love. How do you practice God's love? Find out by reading your word. Find out by praying. Find out by spending time with him. If you love somebody, you would spend time with them, right? Anybody remember when they were in love, like madly in love with their wife or husband or boyfriend or girlfriend or some of us too many times, too many people. But go back to that moment. You would do anything for them at the moment because you, at the moment you love them. So how can we say, God, I love you, but yet live like, like we're heathens sometimes? Today, choose God's love. Your marriage will not survive without God's love. Married couples, trust me, you need God more than ever. Parents, your kids need you to be in God's love whether they like it or not. We're going to worship God in one of my favorite songs. I say that a lot because I got a lot of favorite songs. But if you understand what I said this morning, if you're already living in it, but if you want to live in it, then you know what? Can't we all just stand? How about that?
as a, as a, as a, when I'm up here preaching, I, I, I don't, I dislike doing altar calls. That's, that's me, my, me personally. Because then I feel I'm going to persuade somebody to come up here when they don't want to come up here, one. And two, if no one comes up here, I'm going to feel stupid. Just, just, just me. So you can do whatever you want to do after this call right now. But let's all close our eyes. I get to do this because I do this every Sunday morning with you and I wasn't able to do this morning. And this is the greatest exercise. You talk about bodybuilding. This is the best thing you could do to build your body spiritually. Close your eyes, please. If you don't trust me, then keep your eyes open. But if you trust what I'm saying, if you want to be closer to God, close your eyes. And just forget about anything you're going through right now in life. Forget about what barbecue you're going to later. If you work in VBS, forget about this week just for this moment. Think about how much God loves you. How much God already has done for you. Think about the moments where you still to this day don't know how you got out of that moment. I'll tell you how. Because God loved you that much. Imagine if you were addicted to one time to something. God loved you enough to take you out of that addiction. And if you are addicted, God loves you that much now that today will be the first day of you to get out of that. If you're struggling with your relationship, God loved you enough to take you out of that relationship or build it. Because God loves, restores, he builds. So he can take away, he can bring together. With eyes closed, just imagine how amazing God is. And remember these words. Higher than the mountains that you face. Stronger than the power of any kind of grave. Constant through any trial and change you're going through or you're going to go through. One thing remains. His love never fails. His love never gives up. It never runs out on you. His love never fails. That, is, that should excite somebody here. Because no matter what you're going to do, no matter what you've done, His love never runs out dry. It's always fresh. God, overwhelm us right now. God, you're the only one that can satisfy us in a way we need to be satisfied. God, I, I'm sick of being afraid. In the name of Jesus, I cast out fear in this house right now. Because perfect love casts out all fear. So today we make a decision as a family. We choose God's love. If you choose God's love, can you raise your hand? If you choose God's love, can you raise your hand? Can you start to give God glory? 
can you start if you want to sing go ahead and sing I'll give you permission if you want to dance I'll give you permission but whatever you want to do you should be getting excited because today is the first day of your spiritual walk I don't care how long you've been saved I've been saved since 1986 and I'm just now getting this now you know what it is to be saved and still live in fear for years the only time I wasn't afraid is when I was worshiping on a Sunday. But Sunday night through Saturday night, I was, I was terrified. Terrified to be who I was because I did not like me. I hated me. You might, you might not understand that. But I had issues. My problem is, I worship God with my luggage. I worship God with my, with my baggage. And it prevented me from loving God the way God called me to love. Today, empty out your luggage. Drop your luggage. Drop, that's why I said close your eyes if you wanted to before. Because it helps you focus. Drop your luggage. Forget about what you're going through. worship.